The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We have me, Pops, LJ, Tony. Me and Pops actually recording together, guys. What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? We are under the same roof, and actually, I've, I've heard that we're going to start a little different, Pops. You have, I don't know what it is. Is it a fun fact, or is it a no, question? You have something I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I've got a question for y'all that kind of came up to me because, and I'll give, a, I'll give a little bit of it away, Memorial Day weekend, right? So sure. my question to you is, is when you get a long weekend, a three-day weekend, would you rather have the Friday off or the Monday off? I have an easy answer. I have an easy answer, and I have, and I, and I can tell you why. Oh, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why when it comes to me. But well, I just thought I would ask you guys what you thought. Give me Monday off. I I, I like the extra Sunday because it feels like an extra Sunday. Okay, give me the Monday off. Okay. LJ, where are you at? Well, my job's weird, so I don't work regular days. <laughs> um, so I often have Mondays off just anyway, but I often work on Saturdays. So what so. if you got a Tuesday off? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so if you add like a Tuesday onto my like Sunday, Monday uh, weekend, that might be nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got a Monday and a Tuesday. Uncle, so Uncle Tony, okay. <laughs> maybe you get us back to normal here. Definitely the Monday because you always take off early on Friday anyway. So it's definitely the Monday. Yeah, right. Might as well do both. <laughs> well, interesting. I, I think you guys are probably going to agree with me because I would say Monday as well. But and, yeah. and let me tell you why. Yeah, tell um, us. Because you kind of alluded to it, but Fridays are kind of cool anyway, right? And you kind of are looking forward to the weekend anyway. So Fridays are not a terrible day to work right. as it goes. Mondays are typically insanely anxious, frustrating, so you're skipping that out uh, anyway. So Monday sucks anyway, so getting that off would be, we'd be good. And so uh, Tuesday, uh, when you go back to work, everyone's had their Monday freak out, so you're just kind of getting in the week, and it's all good. Uh, and then being off Monday, probably the most important thing, and I think maybe you m- mentioned this, Kevin, I, I, or I don't remember who did, but you get to completely enjoy Sunday. You get to enjoy Sunday in its totality. Um, so, so I think that, that the answer is obviously uh, Monday for me. And, and I was going to give you this last reason because it makes for a short week to go into the next weekend. But one caveat with that, it always seems to me when I'm off Monday – and I'm thinking this is a short week. The week seems long because every day I just am on the wrong day. So short weeks actually seem like full weeks. I don't know that that's a good reason, if, if you know what I mean. Uh, kind of. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like sometimes when you're like, oh, it's a short week, doesn't matter. Like, this is going to be quick. And then all of a sudden 
it's Wednesday. You're like, dang, it's only Wednesday. It's only I thought Wednesday, it was Wednesday. Yeah. I thought we were ending Thursday. We just started right. Wednesday. What what's happened here? Yeah. But I think and I'm with you on the the Friday before the three day weekend. Everyone's already like pretty much in weekend mode. Yeah. Like, especially you're after lunch. Half a day off. Like, anyway. like, like Uncle Tony said, you're either taking half a day or y'all came back, but you're already mentally checked out. Like, right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're here just to finish out the shift. We're the boss already left. You know, they are, mm-hmm. they took the Friday off. They took a half day. So give me, yeah, give me that Monday. So I think we're unanimous. I think, I think we it's unanimously. Well, I, Tuesday. Or Tuesday, <laughs> LJ. We do have LJ on the spot. Yeah, so. we can't be unanimous while I'm here. That's just that's against the rules. Yes, right. Which it's crazy. I mean, the the viewer or the listener can't see this, but we're in June, right? So yeah. it's 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 hot. June the 11th. I I can't walk outside without sweating. I know. here in Arkansas, right. and LJ's got a beanie on. He's got a beanie <laughs> on his head and, and like is. a hoodie. I think he's kind of wearing yeah. like a hoodie. On yeah, his. yeah, yeah. I got my I got my hoodie on. Yeah. <laughs> The so hell? To, to Do, be long sleeve specific. up. I got a blanket ready for me too. Did you it move? Is, Are you in Antarctica? Or where it's fifty three degrees right now. I don't know what to tell you. It's been like uh, seventy eight to lovely. eighty. Sounds fantastic. And, uh, it's uh, well, it's shocking. It's a shocking cool. But tomorrow's seventy one. So uh, you know, right back. Whoa, in whoa, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Right Brace yourself. Brace yeah. yourself. <laughs> in heaven, seventy one, sixty eight, seventy three, seventy five. Like shh, heaven. Summer mm. in Chicago. Just don't go in February. But um. <laughs> All right, Tony, let's 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 talk a little uh I I, I start with you because I want to get your take first. Let's go to some NBA stuff. I know I know uh Pops is just loving these finals because he's getting to watch his boy Jokic just be amazing. But I I'd like to go to you, Tony. What what do you think about the finals so far with Jimmy Butler, the bull or the the heat going against the Nuggets and Nuggets up what three one? Three one right now. Yep. Yeah. To, to be honest, I was really surprised that Miami lost this second game. I really thought that they would it would go back to two that they would be a split split, and then I think Denver would then. I I felt like it was Denver in six, but um, he I I'm kind of wondering, and I'll throw this back to you guys. It is it is so much fun to watch the Joker and Jamal Murray work together, but and I know there's been so much said about there's so much of that team. But I I kind of wonder is this since I don't want to say since you know uh, maybe Wade and um, uh, James but is there a better twosome in the finals than these guys that they really do carry this team? Do you want to? Well, I mean, are you saying you're saying of all time, of all time? If you're throwing I mean, no, what you said, you're you're saying Dwayne Wade and LeBron yeah, James. In the, in most recent, before the Bulls. Let's give like a current here in the last yeah, recently before the Bulls. Yeah, before Pippen and James. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pippen well, and MJ would. Be. Let's first start currently. Let's just go right now on today's NBA pops. Yeah. Is there a better twosome? I'm having a hard time thinking of one. I mean, you, you're one one of the two guys in this twosome is the last. It, it was a two time MVP, arguably the MVP this year. Um, and Jamal Murray is is playing out of his mind. I mean, playing amazing. I, Kevin, I'm having a hard time thinking of a better twosome. Um, I mean, the argument would be, I think, Booker, Booker Grant, and KD, um, which I do think they're a better two players. But and I think maybe where Tony might get to is, and I know you've said this watching them, but the way Murray and Jokic play together, like together. they just they mesh perfectly. They're two man. They play the pick and roll where either one can pop out, either one can cut, either one can roll. Like they're just really good. Either together. one can make the pass to the yeah. open guy. I mean, yeah, and again. 
not that I watch a lot of NBA, but here's here's why I say that. that correct me if I'm wrong. If I understood the statistic, first ever triple double for two players for with both having thirty points, with 30, both having yeah, thirty, 30 points. points. Yeah. And so here's the thing: I think Jokic, as a big man, has a great small man game, and Murray, as a small man, has a great big game. Big big man game. They bow. How do you, what do you do right? For them both to have that statistic, I think that to me is amazing. And, and for well, them to and be Murray like to that's me, pretty good. Murray's the perfect teammate for Jokic because I think Murray, he's kind of a point guard's body. Probably he's a, he's a combo guard, but he's not a true point guard. But he doesn't have to be with Jokic because Jokic basically is the point he's a guard. point center. You know, yeah. He's, and then so Murray gets to be exactly what he should be. They just, I don't think. I mean, Jokic is going to be good wherever you put him. I think he's. I think he's the best player on the planet right now. But I think you put Murray on different teams. He, he's still good, but I don't know if he's this. He, he accents perfectly off of Jokic. Like you could argue LeBron and AD are a better one, too. But I just, they're not as consistent. AD, not, AD's hurt all the time. One uh, game AD gives you 30 20, and the next game he might give he, you 30 minutes. Like and, you just don't even know. And I just think, yeah. Go ahead, Tone. No, AD can't pass like that, right? I mean, no, they no. both pass. That's, well, so Murray has shown me in these so finals specifically. Murray has shown so me some passing that I didn't realize he had. Like he's shown yeah. me another level. That was amazing. Well, I knew he could score. And didn't. Here's what. Here's the. I think assists are what you should always look at. If I was a coach of a team, assist. Or what I want. Because you know what assists do? It makes Aaron Gordon, it makes Christian Brown, it makes, uh, uh, what's the Brown guys? Bruce uh, Brown. Bruce Brown. It makes them, when Joker or Jamal's got the ball, they're cutting to the basket. They're trying to get open because they know if they do, they're going to get the ball. So it tells you, go to work, cut, move without the ball, and you will get the ball and get the basket. And and so it just, it gets everyone yeah. involved. It Assist, I think assists are the key stat uh, in the NBA. So, Tony, you've been yeah, have you been watching this finals? Because I do have a question for someone who kind of maybe jumps in and out of the NBA. For I think this NBA, and I know there was a foul in the fourth quarter that you were not a fan of that not that Bam fan. may have flopped, and and that was a flop. I mean, it happens, but in general, these two teams, I think these two teams have been the least amount of complaining that I've seen in an NBA game. Usually when you watch, I, I'm, I'm a LeBron guy and I'm a Luka guy, but both of those guys, every time they drive the lane, they're looking at the ref. They, they're always like, oh, I got hit. I got, they're always talking. And these two teams, it feels like, I mean, sure, at times Jokic looks at the ref, but it feels like they let the game play. They're just playing basketball and letting the game go. And it, it's making for good, good watching. I, I wish it was a 2-2 series and it was a closer series, but... I've, what what have you thought? Just kind of yeah. going as someone who jumps in and out of the NBA. As a casual fan, my wife Cindy is watching. It's great. We just love it. It's kind of fun. Now she won't watch until there's ten minutes left in the fourth quarter because she figures I'm going to see everything <laughs> I need to see in that ten minutes anyway. But um, I I think it's uh, it, it, so she saw the band flop. Then she did. It's been fun, and, and so yeah, they're <laughs> fun. And so I don't know if this is the case or not, but it seems like to me these two teams, uh, uh, other than Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam, these guys are pretty much young professionals. And I I, I like watching them. When I say young, 30 or less, 32, 
or less. I, I what is Joker? Is twenty eight? Twenty eight? Yeah. Like yeah. That. And they're not they're not these guys that are going. Oh man, you nailed it, Kevin. I don't see that whining at all. They're just like we're playing. They okay. just feel like yeah. they're playing. You know, they just kind of. Yeah, I like that. I, it, it's. It's been fun to watch. I sure, I sure kind of wanted Miami to win that last one. I thought maybe they had a chance there going into that the, the mid of that fourth quarter. They made a run. And they just ran out of juice, and it was just wasn't going to happen. And now, unfortunately, I think Denver probably takes this next game. But I sure wanted to see six games out of this. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. For I, I think Denver was going to win regardless. But for Miami to get this to six, maybe seven, I think they needed to get one at home. Yeah. And losing both, of, I mean, Denver feels like they're going to go back home yeah. and take care of business. I, I think, think it's over Monday night. I do think it's over. But but y'all did mention something, and, and Bam did over exaggerate, did flop a bit. I think on that foul, there's no question. And and I said this in the text thread. I do think refs, we need to do something different on that because I think encur- when they give them the foul, it encourages you to do that. And I've seen even Joker does it a little bit. I don't think he flops as bad as what I saw Bam, but. The point of this, I want to say, Bam Adebayo, that guy's a hell of an athlete. Wow. I don't think he's as skilled as the Joker. And and obviously the Joker's not that great of an athlete. But um, Bam, I, I'm impressed with the way he's playing this series. I mean, Bam is an impressive uh, athlete, and he's playing hard. And I think I think Jimmy Buckets may – I think that ankle injury or something that he yeah. had may be a little bit more than – and, and he's not one. He's not a Roethlisberger. You know, he's not one to, to rag on about it. But, well, they uh, asked him before the series about his ankle because he did. He, he did rolled they? it against the Knicks. Yeah. And then he rolled it again in game seven. Not a full on roll, but he kind of had a little moment where he did something. Like a Joker tweak. Right. The other day. It's yeah. very similar. And they asked him before the, before the series, like, how's your ankle? And he goes, nobody cares. They don't care about it. And, and he's right. Nobody Which cares. Which tells me if it was 100% healthy, he'd say, my ankle's great. But by saying nobody cares, it's kind of like, so it's hurt, but you're not trying to talk about it. Like, that's not what we're trying to talk about. So, and I'm with you. I, we, as much as we give, like, Roethlisberger shit, I really appreciate a guy who's just like, it doesn't, everybody's hurt. It doesn't matter how my ankle is. Like, I, I either win or lose. It doesn't matter if I win and I'm I'm banged up. Like, again, I'm, I'm kind of going to, I, I love LeBron, but LeBron's the king of, as soon as they lose a series, did you realize, sources say his his wrist was actually broken that didn't he come series. in with his wrist wrapped at his after they lost the finals well, after they lost the finals to the warriors he like the the series ends and it's like he has a brace on his wrist but he hadn't had it on the whole time it's like lebron knows what he's doing he's doing the pr him and the jordan thing like it's like he lost but he's banged up well, nobody cares nobody like cares Jimmy Butler said, no R- one cares rem said it best everybody hurts and just get Sometimes. over it. Sometimes. That's right. Yes. Just, just, just wow. get over it. Good, good one, Tony. Get good over pool, it. brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to play, then then play. Then like, shut up and play. It's just like if 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 me and LJ are going to play one-on-one, if I say I'm too hurt and I can't play, okay, then, well, then, then we don't, don't play. Yeah. But if, yeah. I, if I step on the court and LJ beats me, well, then he beat me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really likely, by the way. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, I, I could remember maybe there's an age that I might have been like, well, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I wasn't feeling good, LJ. I, my stomach was hurting when we started that game. You know, it's like saying, I'm, "I'm sorry, I missed that eight foot putt. I'm drunk as hell." Who cares? 
They don't care. Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Make the putter. Don't. We don't here, care. Here and have another beer, have Tony. Another beer. <laughs> we got three holes to go. Have another yeah. one. It's fine. Um, you know, I wouldn't even listen to this conversation until Roethlisberger caught some strings. <laughs> now I'm all in. <laughs> so I am curious, since we're on the NBA, is there any more finals talk first? Do we have any? I, no, I, I'm really impressed with, with Joker. And, and I wish that – I guess I want to ask you all something. I've never really been – the biggest fan of of uh, Shaq, and and as I've and I don't I don't know why I honestly don't have a reason for that. Well, I mean, I remember and, at, at times you going, it just feels like he's good because of just brute strength. He's just bigger than everyone else. But I, I to, it didn't feel skill because you like Akeem because there's footwork skill. There's there was finesse. But I guess I've become to enjoy Shaq's personality. I, I guess I would let that color my view of his personality. And and so I bring that up to say Joker's personality, at least in front of the camera, is not great. It could use some polish. He's One just might not say it's boring. One might say it's boring. And I mean, <laughs> people are saying people are, you know, and I wonder, I think he should go through, you know, I don't know. I don't think he cares about notoriety or fame. I think he just wants to hoop and go home. Uh, and do whatever he does. But I know some people that don't like the Joker, very few, and I can't figure out a reason. And the only reason I can figure out is is maybe his personality in front of the camera. Well, I think there's a lot. Most I don't think anyone dislikes him as a person. They just try to be like, they don't like it when people say he might be the best player on the planet because he just doesn't look like what we when we when we think of best player on the planet, we think of Michael Jordan, like a, a perfectly built human being, LeBron James. I think of a like guy Kobe. that can score inside, score outside, can get the ball to the open man, can dribble, can right. rebound. That's and that's I just described Joker. So I just in your brain, him. though, when you go best player in the NBA, like when you're creating a guy on Madden or NBA 2K, you're creating someone who like you're putting the muscles up and the body fat. Like you know, you you know what I'm saying. Like you're making. A perfect person, and Jokic doesn't look like that. But his game—that's why I think he's unguardable because he—he he just is going to take whatever you give him. If you're going to take away the pass, he'll go for forty-five. If you're going to take away him, he'll go for twenty, well, twenty, I think twenty. That like seven you know, he, foot three wingspan that he's got too. Well, he can pass over you. So whenever somebody gets open, he can get the ball there one way or another. Also, it is weird, Tony, that the best player in the NBA possibly can't jump over a dollar bill. That, that does throw me <laughs> off a little bit. How many? Okay, I'll just I'll just say this. How many photographs do you know in existence of Larry Bird dunking the basketball? I think so I, there's a few. A few. Tony, but thank how you. Many Tony, Michael I do Jordan? want to ask you. How many LeBron how you, James? Is Jokic a little comparable to Larry Bird then? Because I kind of feel like he is, but I didn't well, watch Larry Bird. So I was kind of defer to y'all. Too. Larry, Deceptively athletic is that what well, you're just, saying? You don't understand how they keep doing it to you. You're like, there's no way. Because like, I think you show up to the gym, you're like, there's no way this guy does this to me. And he yeah. does it. You, and then he does it. And then he, like, like Larry Bird scored 30 against the Trailblazers one day shooting left-handed because he was just like, y'all can't, y'all can't freaking stop me. Yeah. And I think Jokic doesn't have the same attitude mentality maybe but he's still just well, yeah. just as good yeah bird was an asshole let's be clear about it he was an asshole yeah bird was a bird was but a dick but he had to be want to play with and him. he played and he he just got it done i think Jokic, other than the fact that he, physically he's a big man right and he is he's a big man that can move and i think that gives him a little bit of an advantage over larry bird who was not a a big man larry bird was never going to play center like magic johnson did he just wasn't that kind of size but Larry could do everything else you needed him to do, you know. 
I think he's a great teammate. Yeah, you might say yeah. maybe he was a dick. At, at, you well, know, I mean, he's a great ask Scottie Pippen. Michael Jordan was a dick, too, but he was. I, I want him on my side. I want him wearing the same color as me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just think, yeah. just, like, I bet Tom Brady can be a dick at times, too, but I would like him to be on my side. You know, I want Absolutely. sometimes the best are a, they're a little man. LJ you know? might disagree with you on that. Oh, was, but, say again. Tom well, Brady. I said Tom Brady being the greatest <laughs> oh, in, in yeah. football. He might be, though. I mean, LJ was waiting like for Ben Roethlisberger to come back up. Yeah. <laughs> um, to finish on the, to finish yeah, on the finals won. real quick. Okay. Well, I just want to – I don't I don't know if it's shown as much in this game or this series just because I just think they're outmatched. But the playoffs have shown me – I already think I had this thought, but Eric Spolstra is, if not the best coach in the NBA, he's – Top two. I, I, mean, have a, I have a fun fact on Eric Spolstra. Oh, oh fun fact. shit. I have a fun fact. This, <laughs> I'm going to just read this. Eric Spolstra was on the court in 1990 when Hank Gathers of Loyola Marymount, Marymount collapsed and died of a heart condition. Eric Spolstra was on the opposing team wow. playing on that same court when that happened. Is that – I don't remember when. You don't remember Hank Gathers? Well, I wasn't born in 1990. Yeah. But but LJ, LJ was – yeah. Have you Four heard months about old, it? maybe? Or, yeah. No, Hank Gathers. Have you, have you heard the name? I've heard the name, but I don't really. Hank know. Gathers. So Tony little... will tell you he was he was a badass. Probably, probably the best player in college at that point, or arguably, mm-hmm. Tony. Wouldn't you say that he was? Where uh, at, at, at Loyola Marymount? Absolutely. Which, Paul which, Westfall. Paul Westfall was the coach, and they did this oh, motion off going to Lakers. Yeah. They were okay, scored well, a lot of points. A hundred. They um, were averaging over a hundred and something points per game, but were were. Multiple times had 140 point games, just amazing offensive Tony, game. And Hank correct just, me, but yeah. wasn't he shooting a free throw? Maybe he got fouled or something, and then he was mm-hmm. he was getting to shoot a free throw, and he just yeah. collapsed. I mean, this is a guy what 21, 22 years old, prime athletic yeah. condition, collapsed and died of a heart condition yeah. right there on the court. Yeah, and, I think. And, uh, the, Hank Gathers and Lynn Bias are the two that I think. Well, I was really, about to say, wasn't Lynn Bias just shortly yeah, before that? Because he was like he, late eighties. Syracuse. Uh, when he that Syracuse? was in the nineties. He was later. No, but he was Mar- He was Maryland. He was Maryland. Maryland. He was drafted Maryland. by the Celtics, Celtics and yeah. then after the draft. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. like he was supposed to be the Celtics kind yeah. of pulled off what the the Spurs did when they got Tim Duncan. Like they weren't a bad team, but they ended up with the number one overall yeah, pick yeah. and got Lynn Bias. Because I just watched that uh, Ooh, a lot 30 of people, for 30. That was the greatest that never a was. A lot of people compared his athletic ability to, to a guy named Michael Jordan. Yeah, Hank I mean, really Gavis is a unique was, guy. And it's one of the raised yeah. awareness of heart conditions in, in, in college well, athletes, athletes, especially I, basketball athletes. Yeah. I could be totally connecting things that don't even – that aren't connected. But I, Lynn Bias, I'm pretty sure, and that era of the NBA, there was a lot of – Cocaine usage. Yes, that's I think correct. It was is the gathers? Is that possibly? No, I don't. No, I never got, heard anything about gathers. He had an enlarged heart, yeah, or, a, or a, something yeah. was wrong with. Led that. to a lot, and I think um, who was the Florida kid that collapsed like um, two years ago? Keontae, Keontae Ke- Johnson, Keontae who Johnson, went to Kansas State, went to Kansas State. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, NBA actually just cleared him last week. For so the draft, many, so, he's get a lot um, so many ad- advancements in. Um, you know, what to do and how to handle and things. And that came from Hank Gathers and the amount of uh, monitoring they do and the tests that they do that. I don't think they did that before Hank Gathers incident. Would, would so. Hank Gathers be why you see defibrillators at, at airports and, you know, they're every, they're athletic even. events. Yes. 
Athletic events, yeah. absolutely. You'll see. You'll see even at airports sometimes. You'll I mean, see you'll a see defibrillator. defibrillator. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, it was at, working at a water park. We had a defibrillator yeah. on really. deck. At, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you had to teach everybody how to use it. Well, when Hank, when that happened, it was huge. huge. Uh, huge. When huge. Hank gathered, I didn't know that it was, Eric Spelster was on the court. Yeah. Well, he played, I think, for Portland. Yeah. Uh, 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 or, or, Spelster did. Yeah, Spelster played for Portland uh, University or. Uh, something like that, and it was a was a serviceable point guard. Yeah. Um, well, interestingly, Spolster's career is interesting because he was a, a video coordinator for the Heat. That's how he got started. And Pat Riley went to the Heat, and then moved, wanted to move up, and he moved Eric. He liked Eric Spolster, and at some point, he moved to assistant, and he made him head coach. And they hired, and that's when they got. Shortly after that, they brought Dwayne Wade helped recruit Chris Bosh and LeBron James, a big hoopla, and they started the the first seventeen games nine and eight. And there was a lot like LeBron. No one said fire Spolster, but all the sources were the players aren't sure Spolster is a guy because he was a real young coach. Didn't LeBron walking back to the bench kind of just well? They walked back to the bench something. and maybe it was incidental, but it looked like he kind of shoulder checked him, like he kind of like almost like I'm the guy, you're not the guy. And, Sp- and Spolstra being a thirty year old, basically like two years older than LeBron, who's the best player on the planet, was just like. I'm the head coach, MFR. Like, I'm the guy. And, and I think a lot of people thought he was going to get fired. And Pat Riley was like, the godfather walked down there with all his rings and was like, no, he's the boss. I don't care who, if you're Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, he's in charge. And a lot of people might not have liked that. And look at it now. I mean, it, Pat Riley was right because Spolster's a really but good I got coach. A really serious and it takes question. some nuts to stand up to LeBron. I got a serious question. Do you think, I mean, Spolster, he was born in 1970, so he's he's 53 years old. Does he color his hair? I mean, his hair is jet-ass <laughs> black, dude. Hey, something about them people down in Miami, man. Well, they just don't age. I mean, I did look because I did, he, he is a, he's got Shakira down there on he's, the court side. He's she a Filipino-American, but maybe they have just dark hair, but he is... Uh, Whatever he's doing, you're, you want to. I want to. Yeah, like, we could we could we could sponsor on the pot if he'll give us like a, yeah, a free. I'm telling you, it looks free good. It's just like his player answers. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> hey, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Just heat culture. Well, I'm, yeah, I do yeah, have. Which, I do have a serious question though for yeah. the finals. So, what the hell happened between Conor McGregor and the Heat mascot? I read some of the day that so, he, he knocked what? him the fuck out. What happened? I have what? no idea. I actually, funny you brought that up. I didn't get to see that. Whatever happened between the two, either. I looked over and that Pops has MSN.com pulled up and like it's just scrolling through there. It is, or it, it says Pops Eric Spolster gets update on Heat mascot after Conor McGregor. I mean, after I Conor McGregor knocks him out. I'm like, what? I had the same up. thought, Tony. He, he kind of throws a fake punch, sort of, but it looks like it could have just went right and hit the kid, you know, because it goes through the fluffy part of the thing and he could have hit the kid right on the noggin. You think you think he was trying to just like play a joke, but he yeah, actually but he made threw connect. Hard. I think he thought he was going to hit the you know foam and he rubber caught or a little something. bone. And I think he caught some bone, like man. a little jaw got. But connected. then the kid, the, the 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 guy falls down and he hits him again. So it looks like an act, like maybe they're UFC. But I did hear he went to the ER. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, that kid. Okay, is, well, I'd rather kid is set for life. Yeah, I, I think it'll work out just fine for him, Tony. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I think it'll work out just fine between either the NBA or Conor McGregor. Someone's going to take care of him. Oh, take care or her for that matter. I don't know. Who. Yeah, or her. You're right. He's gonna be hawking Irish whiskey for a while. Um, <laughs> um, you mentioned. Well, I don't know what my segue is going to be there. Somehow you mentioned golf a second ago, but I don't remember what you said. So we're just going to get to golf. This is a, just a, get an golf. ugly way of a segue. Boy, you're a good segue yeah, guy. Well, usually. that's why they pay me the big bucks. Yeah, yeah right here. This, this stuff right here. Um, <laughs> we're cutting your pay for that. Out of, out of nowhere, 
what was it, Monday morning or Tuesday morning? We, I think it was actually MSNBC or MM, whatever, whichever MNBC, whoever it was, reports live and PGA Tour are doing a merger, which I think, unless someone else on the pod is uh, disagrees, that that was a total shock, right? I thought there was no chance in the world. Yeah, was to me. The uh, Tony, the guy uh, Jay Monahan, I think is his name, right? He's the the PGA guy, right? Mm-hmm. So at yeah. one point when players were getting offered to go to the live and we'll get into maybe specific players here in a second. But at one point when players were getting offered boatloads of cash to go play in that live, which is a Saudi back league, he pretty much made had meetings with these people to go. These guys are the ones who are behind 9-11. Like he, he like I think he brought 9-11 families a part of it. Like. Seriously, yeah, legit. Unless someone dis- no, has something different, absolutely correct. I'm pretty sure he totally like evoked 911, saying, "If you join this, you're basically saying you're not that worried about 911." And it turns out the last three months, him and like I think it was been three people, which I don't know how it didn't leak, but months now they've been negotiating this merger, and now they just did it. And I'm pretty sure no one knew about it. Like the Rory Tiger, no one on the PGA Tour who kind of went to bat for the PGA tour and, and kind of talked shit about the guys that went to live. They didn't know about it. There was no like, Hey, I just want to let you know, live. We're going to go merge. They just did it. And kind of makes it sound like money talks. It's not about morals. It's money talks. Well, and kind the, of feels the problem, right? Is that so Phil Mickelson got $500 million or whatever, right? Just, just come over here. We'll give you $500 million. Yeah, yeah. Well, crazy. Phil Mickelson lost a parlay and that was the domino that really set this whole thing off. His gambling <laughs> problem really. Well, but so Tiger, I want to say I've heard that they offered him seven hundred and fifty million. And here's my question: Since Tiger didn't go, does Phil get to keep that money? And now, no. if they're all in the same group, doesn't Tiger deserve something? If Phil went and got five hundred million in his pocket, and Rory and Tiger didn't, do they? I mean, how do you welcome this guy back? I mean, well, uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it's reported Will Zalatoris, who's not a big name dude. I mean, he's, he's I, I know who we he know is. who he is, but he's not like one of those guys, right? Mm-hmm. He got offered seventy million dollars to go to live, to go to live, and was like, "No, I'll stick with PJ." And he supposedly PJ kind of told these guys, "Don't go. We'll make you right. Like we got you." I'm, I'm anxious. And we'll see I just I'm, there's those guys went for a lot of money, and it feels like all the guys that went, like Brooks Kepka, the guys that went to the live, they're like, "Yeah, you, now you look like an idiot, Rory," because I just got paid 151 million dollars, and we're all in the same. And now room I'm coming now. back, and we're all in the same league. And and I don't know, Tony. What what what's do you your know? On what do you know on that, Tony? Do you know any information? But and I was reading into that. So here's. Let me give you the timeline and break this down because I okay on Tuesday morning we probably should have started with the timeline, Tony. But my bad, I got a little carried away. Good. On Tuesday morning, this was a merger between the the news broke and they were saying this is a merger between the PGA and LIV. Well, as the day went through went on, everybody's freaking out. Oh, I can't believe! And some of the PGA guys are like, "What the?" You know, Justin Thomas had a great quote. I can't. It was like, it, I forgot exactly, but it was like, oh, this is, gr- what a great day. And he, exclamation point. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, as but the players, I, I don't know if they timed it like this or not, but the uh, PGA event this week was in Canada, was the Royal Royal Bank Open in Canada, the R and whatever it was, but they were in Canada. So Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, uh, Jay Monahan had that all players meeting 
in Canada to talk about this quote unquote merger. And so he, so before anything broke here, here's what you could see all the, all the reports coming out of that meeting. It was very hot going in. It was I heard it was very contentious meeting, very contentious going in. As a matter of fact, they, there were some reports coming out that some of the mid range players, Wesley Grayson, I, I may get his name wrong, but he, he said, this is not fair. Um, this is not fair. We're doing he, he's and mid fifties ranked golfer. So he's a good golfer, but not a, not a major, not one of those not guys. One of those guys. He's a good golfer. And Rory told him, Hey, Grace, just, Grace, just play better. And he said to Rory, fuck off. And so it's like, Whoa. But then the reports came out after the meeting that Wesley Grayson and Rory were laughing, having a drink, no problems. So my experience, and, and then and then so then Wednesday, the the details of the deal came out. And here's the deal: there is not a merger between PGA and LIV. Correct. That's PGA, PGA and DP World Tour bought out or are allowed PIF, the Saudi Arabian fund to take a part ownership in PGA and DP. So PGA and DP came together and gave PIF a percentage of the corporation that Jay Monahan is in charge of. There is no LIV, right? There's no LIV right, as part of now. that. Yeah. So what I think is interesting, if you look at it, this is just like any corporate merger where a buyout happens, Hey, they're taking part of our our percentage of our profits. They're taking part of our market share. We need to pay them off and buy them out. It's any software company right. will tell you this is how it works. Well, this is what the PGA and the DP did, and, and it's probably what Saudis wanted all along. Not that they need money, but um, well, but, go but ahead. so right. so so to finish it up, and then because there's still some moral questions. But the, to finish up, this wasn't a merger between the PGA and the LIV. Now, will the PGA next year have some events where there are teams of golfers like the LIV? Possible. Will they have a series of tournaments that are three-day tournaments with a shootout? Possibly. But there won't be an LIV tournament. I don't think there'll be an LIV league anymore, and everybody's there. And to put it on the backside, Kevin, you're absolutely right. The PGA are going to make those guys whole on the backside. Are they getting shares? You think they will? Are they getting shares? Are they getting a, an additional percentage? Are they getting? There's going to have to be because Rory and Tiger and all those guys weren't going to say this is great unless they're getting paid. So there's well, a there's just guys that it. turn down ridiculous amounts yeah. of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they turn down one hundred like because. Some of the stuff I've seen, I guess I just can't fathom how much money the people like the the Saudi government or whatever, whoever's backing this hat. I mean, I know they have a lot of money, but I just can't fathom because they just signed. I can't even I don't even know the guy's name, but they a, a Saudi team just signed a soccer player who's aging. He's like 36 or something, but they signed him to three years, like one hundred and fifty one million dollars. Like stupid amount stupid more than money. the best soccer player in the world's getting stupid. Money. So like they just have. Fun money, like they have fu money to to play yeah. around with. Yeah, it feels like they're playing with monopoly money. Really, I mean, it yeah. feels like they just have five hundred dollar bills just everywhere. Um, but it it makes me wonder, Tony. 
their whole goal and the whole, I think you t- kind of touched on it. Their goal at the beginning was not to make, they didn't want to beat PGA Tour. They didn't think they were going to beat them. They just wanted a merger. Yeah. They wanted to join because oil money runs out eventually. Like the oil doesn't last forever. They just want to find a way to get into one of these leagues. What's to say they don't try this with the NFL or the NBA? Well, I, I don't, it's harder because golf's a different sport. But, I mean, yeah. their goal all along was to a merger. Yeah, and they've done this. If you look at PIF, they are a significant player in other – and I'm going to say this, and this is the important phrase. They are significant players in other sports leagues. If the IT department wants to look up PIF and ownership in sports leagues, I think that'd be interesting to find out what it is. Because well, the NBA recently, I think some of them have ownership in some of the NBA teams. So they may have a, a percentage of ownership if there's a, a ownership group, right? But PIF doesn't own a percentage of the sport, and I think this is where it's 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 different because PIF says where could we buy it? Because there's soccer leagues they can buy into soccer, they but they can't excuse me, football, and they can buy into stuff. But in the United States, right, in the in the, in the the United States, NBA teams are owned by owners. MLB teams are owned by owners. NFL, the grand prize, is owned by owners. And they come together to form the league. You can't own a person. You can't buy the league, right? So right. – for PIF, they're saying, where can we get into the United States and get this kind of deal? Golf. It's a league. There's no owners. They. I, it was a, a beautiful move. There's Jay Monahan and a bunch of yeah. bunch of golfers. It, There's not a Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones. Right. And- they did it. They did it in horse racing, and now they're doing it in golf. In horse racing, nobody heard of the Dubai Classic until about 10, 15 years ago, and the Saudi said, Shit, let's offer people $100 million to come over here and race horses because we can't. We want to get into the sport. So guess what? Every great horse in the world ships to Dubai for that Dubai Classic. Same thing with golf. There, where can we get to this kind of league that can we can get this kind of return for this money and we can invest it? And so, because so it's a, money talks. A so money if you talk, throw that much smart, money out. It's a smart business move. The question that I have to you guys, and probably the question everybody should have, and I don't know how we do, I, I, I don't know how to justify, I don't know how to combat, I don't know how to make a judgment on it, is should should we be concerned because of the Saudis' uh, record on human rights? Uh, the nine eleven thing aside, I, 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 it's just I, I, everybody brought up, you know, they obviously they brutally killed a, a journalist. A couple of years ago, they, Jamar Khashoggi. Yeah, there's just you know they did it. They're not afraid to say it. But the question is, okay, the Saudi family, everybody's got skeletons. So how do we morally say I can't support golf, PGA golf anywhere because they have an ownership? Because there's so many other things we would probably have to say. Well, we can't do this either. Well, there's an argument that. And that's an LJ question this, there. Let me tell you. Yeah, honestly. But there's, there's a thought that they're doing this, one, just because, like you said, it's a savvy business move. But two, it's they're basically buying good PR. I, you know, like they're sports buying. Sports washing. Yeah, they're sports, 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 yeah, they're sports just washing. Trying, because we know, we know the morals. But if we're just like, if they keep joining leagues and you're kind of like, oh, well, the more it happens, the more we watch horse racing over there or, the, or a golfing term or the – are it they, becomes the less, Olympics are in Russia, by the way. It becomes know. less like, oh, I, you know, you kind of forget about it almost. I, 
that's what it feels like. I don't know. I, I don't know when you become to the point because I'll tell you this, Tony. I cannot. The U.S. Open next weekend. I can't wait because people are gonna. Like, I, I want to hear what Rory says. I want to hear what everybody says. I want to see what the competition looks. It's great for the sport because it's got them talking. But yeah, the, more morally, I feel a little icky. Yeah. Pops. No, I, I I I don't disagree with you. I certainly, I mean, but we we buy a lot of oil from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So you know, I mean, so it, it, we draw the line of golf. Is yeah. That what you're so so yeah, it's like you know, oil's fine, uh, but it's kind of like the lady at our little country club that didn't like cornhole players, but thought golf players <laughs> were okay. You know, I mean, we're you know, uh, who's to say? I mean, if let's not buy their oil, let's not, uh, you know, I mean, and we're not going to do that. Yeah. So well, yeah, that'll never that, happen. Yeah, now without another war, <laughs> it's a, that's a tough call, and I don't have an answer. I think it's a good question, Tony. Yeah, I don't have an answer to it, but I have some concern over this term. I've heard sports washing. I think it's real. I think it does soften the blow some on some human rights issues that are are really important and probably should garner certainly should garner more attention from us all. Yeah, agreed. I- we're gonna have to change the name of the podcast for us go any further with this because I we could talk about this. We could call it "There's topic. No Ethical Consumption Under Capitalism," and then we can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. So I I don't know how another great segue. I don't know how we turn from here, so we're just gonna do it again. Um, LJ and I got a good bougie problem. I think it's just a straight up problem, but we'll get to that. In a but um. LJ, there's been some stuff going on in the NFL. I think we've already seen, you know, obviously last year, Calvin Ridley got suspended a year yeah. for, for gambling on sports. Uh, the Lions had, I think, two, three players get suspended. And a Colts defensive coach, I don't know if it's their coordinator, but a defensive coach is under investigation right now for gambling. The NFL, so they have strict gambling rules, but it sounds like either one – not everybody knows the rules or two. They don't, the, the rules aren't clear. I don't know because it, these people keep getting busted or maybe they're just now watching it. I don't know. It's very interesting, interesting to me to see all this. I, I saw a thing where somebody had done like a survey with NFL athletes uh, and tried to figure out like how many of them feel comfortable that they know the gambling rules. And I think the answer they came up with was something like 30% of them do. So like 70% of the people feel like they don't know the rules of what they're allowed to do for their team and gambling. And uh, that's one that's so prevalent right now. I mean, it's on it's every advertisement. It's on. Yeah. It's an app right here on my phone. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like the NFL's favorite moneymaker right now is gambling, but their players can't do it basically ever, um, which is kind of a weird thing, too, where it's like if it's legal for me to do, I should be able to do it. Um, I don't know. It's It's very tough because it's not just like you can't gamble on like your games or you can't gamble on your sport. But like I've seen things where players are uh, potentially being investigated for uh, gambling on different sports while they're staying in a hotel that the NFL paid for. Um, so then technically they're on hotel or, uh, NFL are you property. saying if I played for an NFL team that I couldn't bet on the basketball finals? So if, is that- if you were at your house, you could, if you were in the locker room or if you were in a hotel paid for by, uh, the team or anything like that, then no, you can't, at least that's and what it looks like. The rules say they're still not from clear. what? That is well, from what I've heard from uh, uh, Peter Schrager, who works for Good Morning Football on the NFL, NFL Network, so he's paid by the NFL. 
He said, I think it was on maybe Bill Simmons podcast or maybe on something else. Someone asked him because they talk about they talk about the lines and stuff a lot. And someone said something about, well, what are you betting on? He goes, well, I can't bet on any sport at all because I'm with the NFL. And I believe that's the NFL rules for the play. Like, I don't think they can bet on the horse race. I don't think they can bet on anything because they're so worried about if you start betting on horses, you might bet on the Falcons against the Saints on week three. The, I, I don't think NFL players are supposed to be betting on it. Anything did I did I hear something about that they're going to quit drug testing because you know a Denver Bronco lives in a state where marijuana it, recreationally is legal. So does a Chicago. I think Bear. that was in the new collective Didn't bargaining. They? So they're not testing for it, right? For, for, for marijuana. For marijuana. Yeah. So they're making an exception for that. I wonder if they will make an exception at some point for some. Gamble because you can sit anywhere and gamble now, right? I mean, I don't know. I, well, I, I can't. No. If I'm on Texas side right you now, can't, I can't put right. a put an online bet. But if I come right across the state line over to your house, I can put whatever I want on the NBA finals. And game. your phone won't let you because my it phone knows you're not, in Texas. Says, yeah, says, like my phone, I can gamble on anything in Illinois, but uh, but I, it has to do a location verification, and sometimes it doesn't go through. So then I can't bet for okay. like 20 minutes, but. Well, and so Tony, it makes, and I think LJ kind of was basically, or maybe possibly, the question was raised. So we have all these rules on what players can and can't bet on, but yet every single advertisement is the NFL going, put you a same game parlay in right now on FanDuel or on DraftKings or whatever. You know, it, it's an interesting Which dichotomy. None of that is here. interesting without the players being a part of it. So it's kind of like the NIL rules uh, yeah. in college, but before that, where it's like we're kind of profiting off of these players, but not letting them participate in that profit. Yeah. Um, Any here's okay. I'm going to say this, and hopefully, I say it right. Uh-oh. Every every, I think that the same percentage of players that are betting on sports is the same now as it was 20 years ago. Everybody had a bookie, right? And so you could call a guy and say, hey, give me 5000 on such and such. And he wouldn't say you were just a mark in the book, right? Now, we're in a, a new social media era, and now gambling is on a phone. and every, And so it's just... It's there now. And so we're seeing this. I, I think a great example is Bohannon, the coach from Alabama. So baseball coach. these guys, yeah, the baseball coach. So I, I don't, we didn't talk about this before, have we? So here's the scenario. And I, this is where it's bad. And, 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 and whether he's linked to it or not. This one's interesting. So Bohannon, Alabama lost its starter um, at the last minute for a ball game. And and this is where a late scratch. Is Bohannon the head coach? Head coach. He was the okay. for baseball. For baseball he was. And they and they scratched their their starting pitcher. Starting pitcher late late late. Okay. So we, if I was going to bet on it, I still thought Lifford Lutheran was pitching, but they knew uh, okay. his arms shot. Okay. So he sends out. He talks. They and how they figure this out, I don't know. And this is where I'm going to come back to social media. They found tape of him on the phone. And then there were gambling houses or gambling facilities that saw specific action on the Alabama baseball game. And they were able to track it back to the time. He called somebody and said, hey, this guy's not starting. You need to bet on 
blank. Vanderbilt or whatever. Yeah. If, yeah. Now, whether he said to bet on or whether he just told them there was going to be action, doesn't matter. They were able to trace it. And the, he could have called a guy to go to his bookie and do that, and nobody would have ever known. But since the, we have this type of um, electronic tracking, so they were able to track the time. To where I can see the time Tony of took a call at Maybe he just called his brother-in-law and said, oh, no, man, our starter's they, out, and his brother-in-law did unfortunately, it, maybe, right? Unfortunately, they had the time of his call in the dugout with the time of the call to this guy in the betting facility. He called from the dugout. From the dugout. He called from the dugout. From the dugout phone. On the yeah. So they've got him. They got him. Now, that's just stupid, right? Yeah, that's just dumb. Yeah, yeah. that's not being clever. FYI, that's stupid. FYI, so um, <laughs> lest you be confused for those, you those of you here for the for the pregame show, that's stupid. Um, and and so, uh, but here's the thing. And, and so the point about it is this: all these guys getting caught, all of a sudden they're up in this new gambling type facility. They could have called cousin Leroy and had cousin Leroy put a thousand on so and so, and he would have gone down to the booking, got it done for him. But now they can just use it as an app, and and they everybody's been raised to just put, you know use your phone, pop, 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 and they don't realize, dude, they're tracking you, man. You got to quit this. So that's where I think a lot of these guys are getting caught. And uh, to your to your point, Kevin, I don't thirty percent or maybe it's you, LJ, you know, only thirty percent really know the rules. Don't gamble. Don't do it. Well, you know what's interesting on that Bohannon thing to me with the Alabama stuff is that one they were able to pick out because how often is the Tuesday Alabama game getting a, a lot huge of yeah. bet down? Yeah. It, that doesn't happen very often on Sunday. Like when it comes to Sunday NFL football, a lot of money has been placed on being placed on that left and right. So if LJ is the, you know, second wide receivers coach, but he knows Hey, I'm just letting you know the Denver Broncos are literally not starting a quarterback today. We're starting Hilton. He's a receiver. We're going to put him at quarterback. But the pub, that happens. And I think that happens more than I think we realize because you can catch it when it's a lacrosse or baseball, midweek college baseball. It's hard to catch NFL, NBA when someone goes, Hey, Nick Kerr or Steve Kerr just called me and said that, uh, Steph's not playing tonight. Guys, and I'm like, oh, let me put a big... I want to be careful about saying this, but I do work for a public company, and I have to be careful of what I say because that is insider information. And if that, you know, and that's what that is. That's what we're describing. Yeah, that's what it's, we're insider talking about. information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Bohannon. So that's why the NFL has such strict rules right. is because they're so worried about Calvin Ridley calling up a friend or, or even doing it himself going... Dang, they just scratched Matt Ryan. Let me go put a bet on Tampa Bay to right. whoop our ass because right. we ain't got a quarterback. So the the bottom line that I think I want the listeners to understand is this, that even with the, uh, the spread of online gambling, that online means that somebody's watching. And there, Everything's tra- there are algorithms thing. and not that I want LJ to spend 15 minutes talking about this, but artificial <laughs> artificial intelligence, there are things out there that that will catch you. And as much as you think of, hey, if I call five guys and have them bet $10,000 for me, I won't be caught. You're wrong. You'll get caught. That's just, if you're online, there's a record, right? There's a record. 
If you, it shows that a bet was placed from this phone at this location at this time. You know, catch you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um. Uh. Speaking of guys getting caught, I just I found this funny. I know we've talked about uh the John Morant situation. Have you heard the the new um, rumor on John Morant? What his his camp is his story is about his gun situation? No, those were toy guns. Oh, they weren't. They weren't. I I heard. Did it take him a month to figure <laughs> yeah. out to come up with? I that? heard <laughs> rumors. I'd heard rumors that. Someone said, "Just wait until you hear the story of what their their de- what their defense is of this." Because and they're like, "What could it be? Are they going to say he was headed to the gun range? What are they going to try to say?" They're like, "Just wait." And the defense to Adam Silver is, "Oh, we just that was toy guns that we happened to pull out." I mean, to be Instagram fair, Live. prove him wrong. I mean, how are you going to do? Well, that? that's the thing, and I think that's how they might get by with not suspending him a crazy amount. Is go, we can't technically hey, say he's lying. The NBA probably wants to find a reason to not suspend <laughs> Ja Morant. I mean, honestly, I mean, this kid is incredibly talented. They want him on the court. Yeah. So maybe toy they'll guns. just go, okay, it's a toy gun. It was he's a water fine. gun. It just looked a lot like a nine millimeter. There, there's a, okay, here's something for everybody. And I know everybody that's listening in Sweden has seen this movie, but there's a movie called Snatch and Ooh, Good movie. There's a there's a scene in there where uh, Bullet Tooth Tony is confronting the guys trying to rob him, and he says this. He says the fact that my gun says .50 Desert Eagle on the side, and yours says replica replica says that you're not going to do. And I'm going to take the expletives out, and, and it's like all hell breaks loose after that, dude. You're not. If you've got a toy gun, you want it to be real. If you're flashing it around, you want it to be a real gun. Therefore, your intent is for it to be a real gun. Don't be stupid. Just Just, you're dumb. Yeah, you're dumb. Just don't be an idiot. Pops Pops's rule is don't be a dick, but also don't be an idiot. Yeah, yeah. If you're okay, if John Morant's video was him splashing around in the pool with a few hotties and they're squirting guns at each other, okay, fine. Yeah, those are fake. But that's not what happened. He's not in a pool. He's not. Well, he had some hotties, but he's not in a pool. Therefore, <laughs> he wants you to believe it's real. Therefore, the intent is the same. The dude's got issues. Somebody got to do something. That I couldn't agree more. Yep. Um, I guess. All right. Now yep. we get to the, the 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 latter half of the pod where we kind of get a little funky. We do a little. We do some other stuff. I have a bougie problem. Okay. Do you have? Do you want? I knew you had another thing. I have in a your fun. Pocket. I have another fun fact actually. So I don't have a bougie problem. Give us a fun fact. You, you want a fun fact? Okay. Have you ever heard the phrase? That's more than you can shake a stick at, right? Have we talked about this at all? Uh, I heard that. No, I don't think we've ever talked about that. <laughs> no, I don't think we've talked about okay, it. Not have on you record, ever wondered where the hell that came from? Because more than you can shake a stick at implies there's a lot of something. Okay. Yeah. Right? So the origin I imagine I, I can shake a stick at a lot of things, though. You Well, <laughs> the origin I found out from WorldWideWorks.com is that... Uh, uh, it was basically from counting farm animals. And when you count farm animals, a lot of times you have a stick and you're one, two, three, four. I know the viewers can't 
Uh, yeah, I guess I these think, are listeners, not viewers. viewers. The viewers could see it. Yeah. The viewers could see it, but the, you can. <laughs> but so to say that there's more sheep, for for example, than you can shake your stick at certainly implies there is a large quantity. Because you're tired, so, you get too tired. Is that the idea? I guess. Yeah, you just can't shake a stick at a thousand <laughs> sheep. You know, <laughs> I it, just, it would take a lot of time. You fall I mean, asleep. You, you, you could literally asleep. shake a stick at a thousand sheep, but it would take some time. <laughs> yeah. So at least a thousand think, seconds. So so it, it, it <laughs> at at least a thousand seconds. <laughs> Tell me. So so that's it. It seems to come from counting farm animals is where more than you can shake a stick at is where that saying came from. And I thought that was interesting that because I've heard that said a lot of times. Before we started recording, I was actually wondering. Where does that saying come from? So now we've answered that question. Yeah, I'm so, glad. I bet there were some people with bated breath. They were <laughs> champing at the bit over it. <laughs> champing <laughs> at the bit. Even One the mo- card sharps. So. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, we have a brand. Well, now sure. now I, I have, you know what? Now I know ahead, Tony. where this, uh, now, I, now I know where this phrase comes from. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Hey, did Jimmy Bowen just show save, up? He tried to save he tried to save the listeners from 15 minutes of AI and algorithm talks, and this is what we get instead. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, we didn't say you weren't gonna get 15 minutes yeah. of nonsense. I mean, I prefer, I'm sorry, I, prefer, I thought that I was interesting. It. So one of us cares, Tony, by God. I care. One of us I cares. care. I'm all in on it. I'm See, all in. Two on of us cares. Yeah. You know where the whole nine yards comes from? Have we talked about that one? I do want to know that one. Well, I would think. Which it does throw me off because the whole nine yards, I'm I'm thinking like a first down. So yeah, that wouldn't quite get you there, yards. would it? So it doesn't. I'm like a whole nine yards. You're still second and short. Go deep. I mean, Please, we got, we got I mean, play. I'm interested, LJ. Tell me, like, just tell me, it has something to do with? I'm a champing cubit. at the bit. <laughs> what uh, has something to do with what, Tony? A cubit. No. Uh, okay. What it has to do with is uh, uh, World War One fighter jets, uh, fighter not jets, planes. Uh, had nine yards, not jets, had nine yards of ammo. And so if you went the whole nine yards, you shot every bullet you had in that plane. I'll be darned. Mm-hmm. There you go. Wow. Something that that is interesting on a level of shaking a stick at to me. Yeah, when you listen to this good. podcast, you learn something. So you go back to your friends and someone's going to go, well, that's more than I can shake a stick at. And you're like, why? And they don't know. They don't understand. They so don't how know. They you say, you say, I'm going to go the whole nine yards with you. We're going to talk about this. whole nine yards. <laughs> I love it. That's a good one. It goes back to the Jets at World War. That is more knowledge than you can shake a stick at right (laughs) By God. Um, So I don't think, I think this is, you could call it a bougie problem. I think it's just a problem. And the problem's not with me. It's just with dumb people. Um, I cannot stand it when someone parks so close to me Mm. that now I can't open up my driver's side door. And... I'll give someone the benefit of the doubt. Say they back up or something, or even if I see it and someone else, I saw that someone else had to have that struggle too. They got out of that same door and it was a struggle. But when you pull up just one person in the car, you pull up and their passenger side was really close to me. Driver gets out, hotty dotty da, goes into the goes into the gym to work out. Now I gotta get into my truck. You didn't have the struggle that I'm about to have, yep. so I went to open up my door. Literally could only put my arm in. Had to go around to the passenger side, crawl through a hot ass truck, and to get into my own vehicle. I just it pisses me off. I think it really grinds my in, gears. You just roll down your window and then you bust their windows and climb through their car because it's nice and cool. They just parked. 
Well, wow. see, that feels I like I might get in trouble. Yeah, I don't know that I would resort to that. But I would ask, did, would, I mean, was it a very tight park, parking spot? Maybe the no, only one room. available? No, they had room. They were, on the, they were the end spot. They had room. So they just kind of being a dick. And it wasn't like they were... Or doing, they were being just... Uh, they didn't even notice. No, I don't think just, they were just oblivious. They just, they're, oblivious. they're in their own little world. Because, mm. like, you know, sometimes, which this is also a dick move... When someone will pull in like sideways in parking spots, oh, pick up like yeah. three spots, That's a so you don't hit their 2012 Forerunner or 2000. <laughs> it'd probably be 22, not 12. But, I love it being so a 2012 Forerunner. 2012 Forerunner. That was so you don't hit their car. I'm like, so your car's better than everyone else's. F off, dude. See, but, I don't mind if they do that. If they do that at the end of yeah, the parking if you do it lot, way out, you know. For sure. I mean, yeah. But if also if you're taking up a spot, though, it pisses me. If off. you do it way out like in a, the parking lot, full, that's still a problem. Right, I'm saying yeah, like there's yeah. spots that need to be had, mm. and you're like, "Well, my forerunner's not getting touched, now buddy." That I would try to get as close yeah. to as I could. Pull yeah. up well, in see, and what right pops would probably do, which we know pops doesn't return his uh, shopping oh cart, so he probably put a bunch of shopping carts next to their car. I do too. <laughs> Tell me, you're you're not leaving shopping carts outside of the crowd. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I say. This is going to this is going to follow me the rest of my Literally life. I do at time. I mean, often as I can, I put up a shopping cart. No, as I can. And and I always well, get it out of the way. Think, Tony, what was that? What was there's, that Tony? There's no as I can. It, you, you don't. It, it, it could be pouring down rain. Somebody's got to get their ass out of the store and come get it to I believe, go get the crowd. I believe what Dad said when what, we talked about that was he thinking? didn't want to take somebody's job from him. So... <laughs> they pay people to get those shopping carts all oh, stimulating the economy is what he's doing. <laughs> That's right. I'm stimulating the economy. Stimulating Where if I put the shopping cart back, I'm simulating the economy. <laughs> oh no! But we're all just in a simulation. Um, I guess that's this that's one. one way to look at it. I guess you have the right to put that cart anywhere you choose, and if you choose to put it right next to a car, fine. That's that's your choice. <laughs> Asshole. Um, <laughs> this uh, the next one's just a bougie problem, and uh, I, I think pops can totally. He, he's been here, done that, and because I think he's probably had the same issue with the same people. And I wouldn't call it an issue, but we're at the river pops, and yeah. we're going to play a game called golf, not mm. golf like with golf club, but a card game golf. golf. Yes, and um, we're not going to get into how you play the game and the rules and all that, but. The people we're playing with, we're playing with people I love, Lincoln and Holly. Mm-hmm. They play different rules. They said, and we start the game, and they go, oh, are we playing lift rules or our rules? What are their rules? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. And so the rest, that we're playing. And then, then I learned Cody and Lane and my other friend group, they got different rules. So now I have their rules, Lincoln and Holly rules, and Lifford rules, which Lifford rules are just the right rules. Yeah. I thought that went without saying. Of course, just just for the listener, for the viewer, I just wanted them to know. For the viewer, yeah. But just in general, when you play a card game that we think we all know, and then we realize midway through, oh, we're all playing different roles here. The two means something different for you than it does for me, or the king means something different. Just I can't imagine there's another way to play it besides the right problem. But it's just a bougie problem. Well, that's how when we play spades, you always clarify, right? Are we leading low club? Is it ten two hundred? Do you try your cards? Some games you just think we're all on the same page. Well, we're not. We're not. Uh, And I guess I just learned we should just clarify right from the from the beginning. You play go fish. What's all from the get go? Before we go through the whole nine yards, I need to know what the rules are here. Because if there's more rules than I can shake a stick at, then I need to talk about it. Are. So, 
Yeah. So here, here's the question I would have back to you, Kevin, because certainly let me ask, and I think I know the answer. Does the little, is the little river club a designated member of the United States golf association? I, I defer to delivered. No, no. Okay. No. Okay. Can, can you, you, we're talking about the card you, game golf. Can you, can you, have a USGA handicap by only playing at the Little River Club? I think yes. I think you can. No, you cannot. If not, if <laughs> you not can a turn number. in a score in, on, online at the Little River Club and, and get a handicap, mm-hmm. can't you? Okay, then you've incorrectly answered my first question. <laughs> Is the Little River Club a member of the USGA? I, I don't know how okay. handicaps work very well, Tony. So, so I'm I'm out, I'm out of I'm getting what is it that they He's say? out of his element. Donnie, you're out of your Donnie's out of his element. So here. I, I could say that. <laughs> so Kevin, the answer to the question is: If the Little River Club is a member of is to the USG is a member of the USGA and it can re- support a USGA handicap, then yes, there is a specific set of rules. Now, if different people decide to ignore those rules, then they're not playing the game of golf; they're playing something else. So if they are not, if Little River Club is not part of the USGA and you cannot report your your score to the handicap, no holds barred. You can play anywhere you want. You can do whatever you want. You can play. Hey, if, if you're in this ditch, bring it out. There's no penalty. You can do that. Fine. That's because you're not reporting to the USGA. If that's the, or or excuse me or Royal Ancients in in England, you could do either yeah, one. Sure, yeah, either one. But if you're not. There's no rules. So you can play by well, rules I guess, or, or I guess I just learned, you know, before you a game starts, clarify let's just go clarify the rules. Let's mm. let's shake a stick at all of just them. Say, you know? Just all you gotta say is say, hey, before we start, Marcus of Queensbury, Marcus of Queensbury. Everybody good? <laughs> and you're good. Do you know what that no, I no idea. Idea. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask though. Okay. <laughs> it means you set your own rule. Oh god. Marcus gotcha, of Queensbury gotcha. rules. Gotcha. Set your own rules. Okay. All right. We got it. Uncle, Uncle Tony, do we have any bougie problems over there? I, I, I'll get off my, my soapbox for a minute and let someone else go. I, I don't have any bougie problems. Other than I, I just, you know, I appreciate each and every one of you guys on this podcast. And, I, you know, we ought to be able to do this more often. But other than that, I we're, we're depriving like seven people of just the best time of their life by not doing this on a weekly basis. And yeah, if we hear I, from all of them, I yeah, seven. It's, we, that's not seven. It's like 20 something, probably <laughs> 30, 40, you know, it hell. It, okay. They're up all night in Sweden right now. It's summertime. What else they got to do? Listen to this podcast. The number so keeps great. growing. Do you yeah. see? Yeah. We're, we're yeah. getting bigger yeah. as we speak. Your pipe's Literally. going up. No bougie yeah. problems. As we speak. No um, so, Pops, no no bougie problems for you? No, no, no really. Just, the, I guess the only bougie problem I have is I'm getting to play golf with my buddies this weekend. It's going to be 100 degrees here. That's kind of a bougie problem. Well, so, so, Tony, you're coming down to Little River Country Club, which I hear yes. is not USGA a, a, approved. Nope. Uh, I don't know that for a fact. So, Marcus Queensberry or whatever you said. Yes. But you're going to come down here to the human 100 degrees, and then shortly after, I hear – you're going to be going up north to get to that 50 degree weather that LJ's enjoying. I'm going to Shot Town, baby. That's Hell right. yeah, Shot Town. It'll probably be 80 then, but it'll it'll yeah, be. Yeah, I was going to say it might not be 50. Oh, by shit, the time 80. Gets there. I yeah, better I better be nice. bring my pullover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. all right. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Oh well, before we wrap up, uh, 
It doesn't look like Uncle Tony has a cocktail tonight. It looks like he might be drinking a, a, a red. Is that what we're drinking? What do we got over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So tonight it is a Sunday that we're we're recording. It is. So uh, I appreciate. It. So it's a you know it's late in the weekend. It's like it's a wine day. You know, do a little grilling and chilling. You're you you're, you're winding down, if you will. Winding Another down. Yeah. Another well, <laughs> well said. Well said, Ombudsman. Well said. Um, oh yeah, my. so here's here's a one that I really like, and I, it was about- it only it was a 33 percent hit so far out of the three people listening. <laughs> I so I, I've talked about wine before, and there's a, a, a good friends of ours out in California, Beasley Vineyards. They're a great little winery. If you can find a bottle, that is great. But this is something you can find everywhere. Well, just about everywhere. It's a wine called the Spanish Quarter, and the Spanish Quarter is, is it's a Spanish wine. Hence the Spanish Quarter. But there's a wine that coming out of Spain called Tempranillo. And Tempranillo is a really cool, uh, great. It gives you a, a little bit of spice, a little pepper. It's really, it's really nice to drink. It's a little dry, but Spanish Quarter mixes that Tempranillo with a little Cabernet Sauvignon. So it smooths it out. So you get a little bit of that excitement on your tongue. Ooh, a little pepper. And then it smooths it out. So, hey, this is great with anything I eat. And so, the Spanish Quarter, it's a great wine. Find it. It's it, And I'm talking, it, this is a $15, $12, $15 bottle of wine at your local, um, at your, at your, well, that's my kind of wine. At your right local here. liquor store. Mm-hmm. If you're down in Texarkana, uh, if you go down to Lucky, what is that name of that place? Lucky Street. What is it called? Anyway, Easy Street. Easy Street. Easy Street. If you're at the Easy Street liquor, look for the Spanish Quarter. Um, we, we like to help our friends out. So, um, uh, this this is a really cool wine, it, in it and take it, try it. Great for summer. Drink it anywhere you want. All right. I, I, see, and I need I need more. Um, well, I like any of the, the what is Uncle Tony drinking, but I, I need more wine suggestions. More yeah. yeah. Well, I just don't have a whole mm-hmm. lot of wine suggestions or like thoughts, and I don't need you to go this three hundred dollar bottle. I need like these right here where you're like. Twenty dollar bottle right here. Boonstar Melon Ball, four ninety nine. Well, I've had that one before. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm a little more cultured than you think. Not much, but a little more. No. Oh. You didn't ask me if I had a bougie problem. LJ, that's right. Have a bougie problem? Uh, actually, I do have to. Uh, you guys are gonna. I thought you were gonna go. Uh, no. <laughs> no, actually, LJ, you're just so you're just so upbeat. I just assumed there was no bougie. Well, problem, I do have a please, little problem. Please. I'm gonna have to wake up very early tomorrow, and I think all of you will appreciate that. Is it because they're doing construction across no, the street? No, because I have a job oh. to do that. I have to get out of the house early enough for. I have to be up. And out of the house by 7.30, which like, I know what? you guys don't even know what that's like, but that Do you is, know what the world looks like at 7.30? I am afraid to. So we'll find out tomorrow. I'll let you guys know if it's okay. I'll report back. Yeah, I'm sure you guys don't wake up that early, but um, I'll let you know. You man, 7.30. So like, wow. Yeah. You're going to have to like plan I'll, tonight. And I'll probably have to wake up at 7.20 so I can make sure that I get my coffee. So like, it's, oh my gosh. it's going to be rough. Yeah. I'm going to be thinking about LJ before yeah, I'm just like, man, I hope he's yeah. okay. Thoughts and prayers, have, guys. I need him. Do you have to leave the house to go to this meeting? Yeah, I do. No, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So he's got to put on clothes, yeah. too. He's got to put pants mm-hmm. on. Have you ever, I think I'm the first person to ever have to suffer like this. Wait a minute. <laughs> have wow. You, wow. Have you, ever, have you ever been in Chicago <laughs> at 730 in the morning on a Monday? Have you been outside of I bet your it's house be cold. at 730 in the morning? On a Monday uh, in Chicago? Per, 
uh, probably once, uh, but it was. I, Were you coming yeah, home or leaving? To the yeah. other side was the thing. <laughs> what? what he was getting ready for bed. What? What time is your meeting? Oh no, no, it's a whole day. I got a whole day at work. I got. I got to be there. What, when are you? So- nine. I got to be there at nine. So. When- Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to leave at seven thirty to be there by nine if you're in Chicago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I'm going to tell you one thing: if if I'm going to drink coffee, I'm not leaving the house in ten minutes. Because <laughs> you got you got yeah. he's got to check social media yeah. before I'm he leaves the house. If you know what oh, I'm saying, I'll drink coffee. If on I the leave the house in ten minutes in the morning, I ain't drinking no coffee. Is what I'm saying. Let's just say there's coffee. a conversation with a man about a dog yeah. at some point. Coffee yeah. before he leaves. Coffee the house. and a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> Regularity. That's why you can't. Don't ever go on a morning trip with liver. Coffee and a muffin, <laughs> and it's a two-hour trip, even if it's fifteen minutes away. And Uncle Tony's just coming after today. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. coming out swinging. Yeah, why? He's like Conor McGregor with a damn <laughs> mascot. <laughs> I'm sure that's um, a Uncle Tony story in there somewhere. So I'm sure they'll be there. Uh, our final thing. Probably. We haven't done this in a long time, so we'll just go rapid fire here. What are you listening to, Oops. Pops? What you got? I actually do have one. Okay. Let's go. I didn't no yeah. one's prepped for this. I just was like, oh, let's go. Guy do it. named Ben Queller. Uh it's American Cigarettes. It's a great that, That's the song you just song. showed me. It's I, like, I don't know if he's great yet, but the, the song is fantastic. And the song is great. I got one more real quick one. Wild Rivers. Uh Speak Too Soon. Uh the way the the voices, it's a man and a woman harmonizing. It is so beautiful. Those are my favorite two songs right, right now. Right. And I'll be anxious to hear y'all's. They're good. Those are the I got actually randomly. We were texting and I sent a bot or a pop somebody and, and he sent those back. And they're both songs. Very good. LJ, what you got? Uh, how about a, a Gambino's cover of To Me Is So Into You? It's on YouTube. It's very good. Oh, it's very good. Very, good. very, very yeah. good. Uh, Uncle Tony, what you got? So I have somehow slipped back. And so Fallout Boy has put out a brand new album. And so okay. I am I am hung up on this song, sending out love from the other side of the apocalypse. And I and now you guys know that I am a rage walker. Um, I've now got an emo list that I walk to, and it's Fallout Boy, <laughs> Panic at the Disco, at the Disco, and My Chemical Romance. Whoa. And I am. It's like I, sounds I, like a good playlist. I'm all in. <laughs> That's about to say. Yeah, I'm, I think I I think I listened to the same playlist right in LJ's yeah, car one time. Yeah. Like I'm pissed off and crying all at the same time, <laughs> and it's just I I walk really fast to that. Yeah, but that that Fallout Boy album is is actually pretty good. I really like it. Noted. I did not have. I mean, I don't. I mean, I couldn't have guessed what you were going to say, Tony. But no, Fallout Boy wasn't on my bingo card. Yeah, Fallout Boy. So now I have to go yeah. check out this new album because I'm not a Fallout Boy hater. I just did not expect you to go Fallout Boy, so I have to go check yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, I've been on here recently. No, I think it's pronounced Noah Khan, but it looks like Noah Kahan. Kahan, Kahan. Or something, yeah. He's like a northeastern dude. I just he's a, a more of like a folksy indie mm-hmm. dude. Okay. Love him. Right. I'm a big fan of Noah Khan. Yeah, so. all right. He's hitting. You know who I heard at random today um, that I'm going to listen to? Who's that? Uh, Indiari. Oh, yes. Random. Oh. Just random today. Indy, I'm going to listen to some Indiari this week. Ari? Yeah. Is it Indy yeah, Dot? Indy Ari or just Ari? Ari. You don't have to say the Indy dot. Ari. As is the case you with most dots, actually. It's silent. Yeah. The dot is silent. The dot Tony. is silent? Okay. <laughs> okay. I've been saying sentences wrong my whole yeah. life. I've been Exclamation saying the dot mark. every time. <laughs> 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 and that's the end of this episode. Exclamation mark. Um, <laughs> 
Make sure if you're not already, follow us on Facebook or Twitter yeah. and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast <laughs> on Apple, Stitcher, or Spotify. Um, I don't know. We're still trying to figure out when we'll be back next. We don't know exactly yet, but um, until next time, fellas, peace, peace. out. Peace. What day is here already? Okay. Yeah. Well, well, now that LJ can get up at 730 in the morning, I... Well, well, I'm not saying I don't know if he's committed to doing. Wait a second, we're not gonna have to count on that, are we? I think we're just getting LJ waking up at 7:30. So, one, so far, just one yeah, day. I don't know if he's doing we'll, this. We'll this see. This we'll see term. if I can make this happen. Sunday, Sunday from 8:30 to 10, right before NFL countdown. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then I gotta edit it and get it out in the next like 20 minutes too. We might as well just live stream it at that point. All right. Yeah. LJ, I'll, uh, right. I'll call yeah. you next week. We'll plan out the days I'm up there. Please do. Please do. Yeah. Perfect. Liv, I'll, I'll do the same for you this week. We'll figure out where we're staying and stuff. Because uh, Keith and I are supposed to get there approximately the same time Thursday afternoon. It'll probably be 6, 6.30. And then... Uh,